of Jesus. Healing for your body and healing for your soul. There's deliverance in the name of Jesus. Every stronghold has to be broken. Every chain has got to be broken. In and through the name of Jesus. There is salvation in no other but the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There's something about the name. Hallelujah. Jesus, we magnify your name. We lift you up in this place. We're not ashamed of our worship. We're not ashamed of our exuberance. We're not ashamed to let loose and allow you to have your way, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. As you take your seats, something I want to read that's I've got a message, but I might just talk today. In the beginning, the Bible says, was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. And without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of the world, of men. And the light shines or shineth in darkness... And the darkness comprehended it not. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible says that light shines in darkness. And darkness cannot comprehend the light. Many of us come from backgrounds of darkness and sin. We didn't know we were sinners. We didn't understand the depths of our sin and the bondage that we were in. But it wasn't until we walked into a Pentecostal church that lifted up the name of Jesus. It was like a light that shined in our dark lives. And we became exposed to the light. And it wasn't to embarrass us. It wasn't to humiliate us. But rather the light that was shining into our darkness was to set us free. And that light has a name. And that name is Jesus. And that light still shines bright in darkness. Darkness still cannot comprehend this light. But this light has power over darkness. And right now you might feel a little bit vulnerable and a little bit exposed to the light. That's because Jesus wants to shine into your dark soul this night. Not to embarrass you. Not to humiliate you. But because He's come to seek and to save that which was lost. He's come to set you free. He's looking for the broken hearted. He's come to restore. And that's the very Jesus that we're worshipping here tonight. I don't know about you, but when I came into the Pentecostal church that we came into, they were all a little bit strange, speaking in tongues, dancing around, getting excited. But at the age of eight, I had a lot of darkness in my life, a lot of hurt, a lot of brokenness. But that light that shined in the darkness, it wasn't like when you, you know when you're fast asleep and somebody turns on the light and it burns your eyes and it's uncomfortable. And no, it wasn't like that at all. It was light that shined that said, I want that light. I need that light. I thank God today, 30-something years ago, that light shines in, shined into my dark world. And because I, the darkness couldn't comprehend it, the darkness had to flee. Let me tell you, the church is in a warfare. 
don't think the church is all cute and cuddly with nice music and wonderful people. That's, that's true. That's a part of it. But there is a warfare that's taking place. You don't need to fear warfare as if it's Darth Vader versus the, the force. This is about true stuff today. This is about the kingdom of God. And the enemy is trying to attack the kingdom of God. And all you and I need to do is stay in the kingdom, stay in the church, stay in the boat as it was said today. Because in this place there is light that shines and the darkness got no power over what God is doing in this place. I tell you there is a freedom in this church tonight. I said to your pastor, I was here last year around the same time of March. Something's broken in this church. I don't say these things lightly. I'm no spiritual guru that tries to fancify the words. But something has broken in this assembly. It was great last year. But there is a freedom in the spirit realm that I didn't feel last year. And it was great. I'm not putting the place down. But can I say something is broken? I said something has broken. The worshippers have gone a little bit further. Perhaps somebody broke open the alabaster box of ointment. And poured their souls at the feet of Jesus. Maybe a few of the sisters cried a few tears and got their hair and wiped the feet. I don't know what's happened, but there's been a breakthrough. The people are great. The church has grown numerically. But something has happened here on the north side. I feel a breakthrough in my spirit. And again, I don't say these things to make you feel good. But because I believe that there is, there is spiritual opposition against the kingdom of God. It's always been. The enemies tried to attack, tried to, tried to discourage, tried to pull down and try to break. But the only thing that's broken is him because God is having his way in this church. There is a depth of, there is a depth of worship here tonight. I mean, you people know how to worship. You people know how to worship. There's a talented bunch in this pulpit that play music from the, from the, the, the pianist to the drum and all those that are in between. I mean, brother, brother Turkington, you make that guitar sing. But there is a depth in this worship that goes beyond the talented people that are here on this pulpit. As a matter of fact, I don't just feel the anointing coming from the pulpit, but I felt the anointing coming from the congregation and saturating this place. I really believe that tonight. There is something happening. This is a good time for the church. This is a time for you to get your, get your, get your nose to the prayer room. Amen. Get your feet planted in the house of God. Get yourself submitted to the pastor. Get yourself open to the word of God. Get yourself in submission to the, to the things that God's got for you. Don't challenge and argue and fight against the Bible. But understand, if, you, if you're not from this type of background, that's all right. God has led you. Listen to me. I don't know you. You don't know me, but I love you anyhow. God has led you to this church for a reason. There is biblical truths that God wants to reveal to you that you haven't seen yet. They're not mystical and deep that you can't understand them. Besides some divine revelation. No, friend. They're in the pages of the Word of God. They're black and white. And if you would submit yourself today to the voice of God that speaks through His Word, your life will be transformed. You're not going to be the same person that walked into this place. You think I'm crazy. You think I'm brainwashed. I'm brainwashed, all right? My, my brain was dirty, messed up, and all confused. But he scrubbed it clean. Now I can hear the voice of God. And so will you. Will you. Let me read you some scriptures here. Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12 to 13. The church is in victory. Why are you turning there? Let me tell you. The church of God is in victory. If you're struggling, get yourself around these people. I said, if you're finding it hard at this time, get yourself around these people. 
There is a presence of God that will rub off into you. They'll become contagious. That will happen on a Monday morning. The world's suffering Monday-itis, but you're rejoicing in the goodness of God. When challenges come, you can turn to the Savior and say, Well, I haven't got the money for that bill, but I've got Jesus. And He'll, he'll, he'll supply my every need. Mm. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. Don't take part of the word of God, friend. Take on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Turning over to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Just listen to the, the speaker today. I'll read it for you. Or maybe they'll put it on the screen. I don't know. Verses 3 to 5 of 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Again, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. To the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Sometimes our minds just get a running. But what we ought to do is just get ourselves in submission to God and know that we are in a warfare. But you can understand this today this warfare that we're in, it's not carnal. You're not going to beat it by good programs, you're going to beat it by fancy church. But the only way you're going to overcome today is when you begin to understand. But they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. There is not one devil that has authority or power over the blood and name of Jesus. I said we have something special. We have an understanding of the power and the authority that's in the name of Jesus. Don't you once for a second even think that it's just the name or it's just something that we talk about in church. No, friend. When you begin to call upon the name of Jesus, you bring all of heaven into your situation. I'm telling you, we've got good doctors in Australia, but good doctors can't do everything. But when you, bring, when you invite heaven into the situation, and you, you bring the great physician, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Alpha and the Omega, into your situation, He can bring a healing. He can bring a deliverance. Hallelujah. There are some that are in the building here tonight. You fought tooth and nail at times in your walk with God. You've had every devil in hell trying to stop you, trying to hinder you, trying to break up your marriage, trying to break up your walk. But we're still in the house of God. Why? Because our weapons are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Anybody ever had a stronghold broken in their life? Anybody been set free from strongholds of addictions? Anybody ever been set free from strongholds of fear and anxiety? Anybody ever been set free from anxiety and depression? Anybody had some strongholds in their minds just broken under the power of the Holy Ghost? I'm telling you, friend, hallelujah, we might, we might be in a warfare, but our God is mighty. Our God is able. Our God is powerful. Hallelujah, I've come to serve notice to the enemy today. In my own abilities and strength, I am nothing. I am helpless and I am hopeless, but I'm not alone today. I'm part of the body of Christ. Do you hear me today? This is just more than a nice building and fancy seats. This is the kingdom of God. You and I have been brought into the kingdom as, as it's been said in the Old Testament. For such a time as this, God is building His church. It's not weak. It's not puny. It's not defeated. It's not anemic. There's plenty of blood in this church. 
It flows from Calvary's grave all the way to this place today. Resurrected in power. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Too long the church of the living God has been walking around in survival mode. I'll let you respond to that. Too long we're looking for survival mode. If I can just make it through the next Sunday. Friend, you don't need to make it through the next Sunday. You've got the power of the Holy Ghost. It's not, a, it's not something that turns on in church and turns off when you go home. But it's rivers of living waters. It flows from heaven's throne into our lives. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Something happens when you become born again. Something happens when you begin to put on Christ in baptism. You are no longer your own. The Bible says it like this. Therefore, therefore, if, say if, if any man be in Christ, if you're not in Christ, you're in trouble. Hmm. But if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Hang on a second. Didn't you used to be the guy that had all, the, had all fears and anxieties? That I used to be. Old things have passed away. Aren't you the guy that was very inconsistent, caused a lot of issues in the church? Old things have passed away. We've become new. God has taken that old and remade us into His image. We're no longer the same people anymore. I'm here to tell somebody, you're no longer the same person anymore. And you belong to a church victorious. Now, I'm a visitor. I, I belong to the Gold Coast, Grace Point. Lovely place, good people. The Barrett family, glad to see you here today. Sister Joan. Sister Granny, as we used to call her for years. Last year, I finally asked somebody her name. And they said it was Granny. So I asked, and she told me her name. And she said her name was Sister Joan. Thank you, Sister, for revealing your name. Now my relationship with this lady is so much better, because I know her name. Are you following me tonight? Somebody told me about church and how they're all nice, and you know they're excitable bunch there. And I walked in, and I felt a presence. I said, what is your name? And he told me his name. His name is Jesus, Jehovah is Salvation. Hallelujah. The name that's applied to every aspect of my life today. Hallelujah. Why? Because the church is in a warfare. Don't be afraid to hear that today. It doesn't mean you're defeated. It doesn't mean we're on the back foot getting a beating. No, friend. The church is on the go. It's on the march. The church isn't this building as lovely as it is and as nice as it is. The church is God's called out ones, the ecclesia. We are a movement. We are literally a movement of the Holy Ghost. Whenever the world comes in contact with us, they have no power or effect over us, but rather we have an effect over them. That's why when we came into the church as worldly as we were, we became born again because the power of God was stronger than what we had. Because darkness cannot comprehend the light. And therefore, light has power over darkness. And when we begin to understand that Jesus is the light of the world, and when He came into our soul, and when He came into our lives, and when we were born again, when His Spirit came into us by virtue of the Holy Ghost, we became new creatures in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm talking to everybody today. I said, I'm talking to the newest convert and to the oldest saint. Hallelujah. This church is in revival. Again, I don't say these things lightly. I'm not, I feel something special in this place. I really do. You need to get a hold of this. If you're on the fringes tonight, dive in. You know, when I, when I, go, to the water, when I go to the beach with my kids, I don't do, I don't do this, 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 this pansy, tucking your toes into the water to see if it's cold. 
I don't do that anymore. I haven't done it for a long time. Let me see now. Let's go swimming. Oh, it's too cold. You know what I like to do? I've got a lot of beautiful beaches on the Gold Coast. What I like to do with my kids is like, watch this. I start sprinting and I just dive in. And if it's told too cold, too bad. I'm saturated. Many people come to Pentecost and they just want to get their toes wet. Oh, I don't know about this Jesus name, baptism stuff. Just jump into the water. Get baptized. Have your sins washed away. <laughs> Hallelujah. Stop, stop touching the sea if it's, if it's really for you, friend. It's for you. It's for me. It's for the name. It's for everybody. <laughs> Hallelujah. Those that hunger and thirst shall be filled. Who's thirsty tonight? Man. I'm thirsty for more of God. I want more of Him. I said, I'm not satisfied. It hasn't been the best of starts for us. There's been a lot going on in our lives. But that's okay. If I can just get more of Him into my life, everything becomes a shadow. Just a reflection of His glory. He can deal with that for me. My health, family, finances, job situation. It's all right. Hallelujah. But we are in a warfare. This world is so caught up in the material. So caught up in the temporal. It's as if we've been blinded by the eternal. Men and women aren't so interested in knowing about eternity. It's, rather, it's more like, let's see what we can get out of the world today. Enjoy it while it lasts. Get as much as we can. Bless the Lord. My, I said already that my brother-in-law, who's very close to us, passed away a couple of weeks ago. He had it all. Hard worker, financially stable and set. But when he went out into eternity, you know what he held on to? What I hold on to? Not what his bank account has. Not his nice car or house or beautiful family. I rejoice because he went out, into, out, of, out of this world into eternity speaking in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> That's priceless. That's priceless. As my, wife, my, as my wife held his hand, there he was, unconscious. Couldn't respond to anybody. But as she began to hold his hand, I was in there, I was back in... Queensland, she was in Sydney in the hospital bed. And as she began to hold his hand and pray, he said his first words that he'd spoken in 36 hours. And those words were, Amen. Amen. And the last words that she heard him say, he was speaking in the Holy Ghost as God took him home to his reward. I tell you, friend, there is something beyond this world of the temporal, of the material. You get what you can out of this world. Get a good life. Get a good job. Pay your tithes, please. Make sure you support the church. Get a nice house. Support your kids. But you're not going to take it with you. I hate to burst your bubble here today. There is a world that goes way beyond this world. There is eternity. As I said this morning, I've heard the stories of streets of gold and pearly gates and and walls of jasper and all those nice gems. I don't really care about all of them. I just want to see Jesus. I said, I just want to hear hear those faithful words. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You might not have made a name for yourself in that world called earth, but in the kingdom of God, you made a name for yourself uh, as Jesus calls you home into glory. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Let's turn on the lights to eternity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The enemy is trying to steal, kill and destroy, the Bible says, but that's alright because Jesus said that he came to give us life and life more abundantly. If you haven't got Jesus, I'm telling you, friend, you haven't got life. You're missing it. You might have all the good things that the world can offer, but what happens inside of you can only happen when you have an encounter that's supernatural that goes beyond your logic and your outer world, but it goes into your spiritual realm when you have a connection to the Holy of Holies as the veil is rent from, from the top to the bottom and you're invited into the presence of God. When you can experience the supernatural, 
where the, where the scales can fall off, where the chains can be loosed in your life, where light can shine into darkness, where the power of this world has no power over you anymore. But you can be born again tonight. You can have your sins washed away tonight. We can turn on the tap and fill up the water. You can be buried with Christ today, calling upon the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Corinthians says it like this, while we look not on the things which are seen, but on the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, they're passing away. But the things which are not seen, they are eternal. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If the Lord could just open up our spiritual eyes today and see beyond these four walls and, and we could see what the Lord is doing on our, by, our behalf and what the Lord is doing on behalf of His church today. I believe if we could see in our own natural eyes, I don't think we'd be sitting down in our seats right now. I think there'd be a commotion of praise and worship that would be out of control in awe and it's, it, it just, just taken by the presence of God. If we could see what the Lord was doing tonight in our lives, if you could just understand those times when the devil thought he had you, but God came and picked you up and carried you through and brought you into his presence and that's why we're here today open our eyes lord open our understanding lord let me see it as it is today jesus hallelujah 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 i love the story so simple we've all heard or many of us have heard it the 10th plague in exodus how that they were told by the angel of the Lord, get the blood of the animals and put it on the doorposts. Because when death was going to come past, the Bible says, when I see the blood, I'm going to pass over you. And tonight there is something powerful about blood. The Old Testament principle was that life is in the blood. In Hebrews we are reminded that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. But we are also reminded that while we were bound in sin and in darkness and the only remedy for our lives was spotless and sinless blood. The Bible says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And the way he died, many of us know the Easter story, is that he went to Calvary as the Lamb of God to take away the sins of the world and he shed his blood. And the life that we experience today is founded in and through the blood of Jesus and we have access to the blood through His name. When do we, where do we get the name? The Bible says that we are buried with Christ in baptism. And as Christ raised up from the dead, we also rise with new life. Oh friend, there's something about the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. There's all those songs that we sing, those worship songs. They grab a hold of my heart because I realize that in the blood is the name and in the name there is the authority that the devil has no power over my life anymore. And the church is triumphant today because of the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah, devil. You can try everything against me, but I've been covered by the blood of Jesus. I'm blood-bought. And therefore, I no longer belong to this world. I'm no longer the same person. You're no longer the same person that you used to be. But the life that was in Jesus Christ is the very same life that's in you and I today. Hallelujah. And therefore, that's why we are victorious today. Because of the blood of Jesus. When I see the blood, death, hell, the enemy, you ain't got no power over the church of the living God. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of the living God.
Amen. 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 Pastor, again, not trying to tickle your ears and make you feel good as a good friend, but there's something that is happening in this church. I don't know if you're new to this place. If you've never been baptized in the name of Jesus, that means going into water and being buried underneath and coming out as the pastor or the man or woman of God that baptizes you calls upon the name of Jesus. You need to do that. It's not a nice option. It's not an outward sign of an inward work to show the church that you're now part of this church. You can buy a t-shirt saying, I'm part of this church. Don't get wet. Save yourself. It's your sins being washed away. Do you understand? Repent and be baptized, every one of you, for the remission, the forgiveness, the taking away, the washing away of your sins. The sins that have had us bound, had us crippled, they represent the darkness of this world. But when we went into the watery grave of baptism and we came out in the name of Jesus, then the sin that once had us bound was broken by the power of Almighty God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And therefore you became a part of the body of Christ, the church. I said the church. And this church in particular, I've preached at a lot of churches. But right now for this season, there is revival for this church. I'm excited about the reports of the young ones. But this revival is not just based upon the young ones. Even the older ones and the middle aged. Put yourself in whatever category you like today. There is a revival. Why? Because we are allowing the Holy Ghost to get a hold of us like never before. We are allowing God to take us deeper. There is a thirst. There is a longing. There is a hunger. There is a desperation today for more of Him. Hallelujah. That's not praising Him. Why don't we just praise Him for a moment? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord wants to break down every stronghold in your life. Let me say that again. Everything that's holding you back, everything that's holding you bound. The power of God is thick in this place today that He wants to break every stronghold. But you don't know what I'm going through. No, I don't know what you're going through, but He does. And the blood that Jesus shed, it hasn't lost its power. It reaches from the, the highest mountain to the lowest. If I could sing, I'd sing it today, but I can't sing. But understand today, the blood of Jesus has not lost its power, but rather the power of, I feel the chains beginning to shake off some people's hands as darkness has to flee. Halamasiyandalava. <laughs> Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal, but they're mighty through God. I want to tell somebody today, if there's a stronghold in your marriage that's dividing you and your spouse, he's come to break that stronghold. If there's a stronghold over your family, he's come to break that stronghold. It doesn't, let me tell you, let me tell you something. It doesn't happen because you decide to come to church for a one-off experience. Jesus isn't about these, this worldly concept of one night stands. He's about relationship. He's about commitment. He's about getting into your life, getting into your heart, 
getting into your job, getting into your family, getting into your finances, getting into your marriage, getting into your children, getting into your parenting, getting into every part of your life. So this one, don't just think this is a magical place to come and hear the name of Jesus and break spells. No, friend, you, you need to make up your mind today. I'm talking about a Jesus, the only one that's here that can break every stronghold in your life. But you've got to make up your mind today. I said, you've got to make up your mind today. Hallelujah. Whatever has you bound is a stronghold. Hallelujah. I came to the Lord with strongholds, many strongholds in my life. Strongholds of addictions. Thank God he broke those. The power of alcohol and drugs got no power over me anymore. Can't stand the smell of those things. Those vices do nothing for me. Jesus set me free from all of that. But he didn't stop there. The strongholds over my mind that made me feel so small, so insignificant, so unlovable and unloved. He broke those strongholds also. When I felt unworthy, unlovable, not good like you, he broke those lies. The enemy tried to fester in my mind. They were like cobwebs taking place in my mind. But I thank God there was a time when I said, Jesus, I can't keep going with these thoughts. And like he came into my mind and he took out every stronghold and helped me to understand I am what I am by the grace of God. And I didn't feel worthy. But now I know I'm not worthy. But he is, and therefore, because he loves me, I love him. Some of us are carrying strongholds of hurts and disappointments. Life doesn't always treat you fair. It really doesn't. But God does. And when the world lets you down, when life lets you down, when family lets you down, and everything surrounding you lets you down, he does not let you down. But he builds you up, and he picks you up. And he shakes off what the world's trying to destroy in you. And he restores. I thank God he's a God of restoration. Friends, so often the enemy tries to destroy our lives, try to separate us from the body of God, tries to use life events to, 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 to hinder our faith. But if we could just see again through the eyes of the Holy Ghost today, he's drawing us in. Hallelujah. There is a war taking place. But I'm here to tell somebody, but the church is victorious. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now we preachers, pastor, we've been around long enough. We're not, I'm no expert, but we've been around long enough. We know how to say the right things. But we refuse to say the right things. We want to say the God things. And again, I can't reiterate to you enough. If you're a visitor here, you need to plant your feet in this church. If you've got children, bring them. If you've got a spouse, bring them. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, you need to plant yourself in this church. Because the move of the Holy Ghost that's taking place. Watch the next couple of weeks. Tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah? I'm not a prophet. But I want to prophesy to you right now. You watch and see the next couple of weeks what God's going to do in this church. You need to keep your feet planted. You need to bring your junk to church. Are you hearing me? You need to bring your junk to church. And lay it at the altar and allow the Lord to break, allow the Lord to rebuild, allow the Lord to restore, allow the Lord to mend, allow the Lord to heal, allow the Lord to make your whole once again. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. For we rest, let's stand tonight. I really haven't got into the message today because I feel something special. Why don't you come play? 
If you've never been filled with the Holy Ghost, let me tell you what the Holy Ghost is. It's not a part of God. It's all of God's Spirit in you. If you've never been filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, God's Spirit, the one that stood on the bowels of nothing and said, let there be, is the very same God that wants to fill you tonight with His Spirit. That might sound a little bit spooky, but let me tell you, it's joy unspeakable and full of glory, the Bible says. God wants to fill you tonight with His Spirit. How do I know? I've read the book. (laughs) He wants to fill you with His Spirit. That's why He came. He came to seek and to save the lost. And then He went back to glory and He left the church with His Spirit. And the church is now led by the Spirit of Almighty God. But not only are we led by the Spirit, we're also filled with the Spirit. And if you've never been filled with the Holy Ghost, you need to get somebody to drag you here. I don't know where you're at, but you need to get to this altar today. Let somebody pray with you. The Bible says that when they received the Holy Ghost, they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. It was supernatural. It was powerful. But it was a move of God that no man could fake, no man could make up. And I feel that spirit here tonight. If you've never been filled with the Holy Ghost, you need to come to the front. We want to pray with you. God wants to fill you more than this church wants you to be filled. You've never been baptized, not in the name of Jesus. You've done it other ways. That's all right. Like having a bath without soap. You need to get the name of Jesus applied over your life. I can give you plenty of scriptures. We want to have a chat. Let's have a chat. Let's open up the Word of God. But the Bible says, buried with Christ in baptism. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus. (laughs) Neither is there salvation in any other name, for there is no other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Talking about the name of Jesus. Colossians 3, 17. Whatever you do in word or deed, do it all. Do everything in the name of Jesus. There's a tank there. Pastor can talk to you midweek, give you more information if you need it. But you need to get your sins washed away. Get that darkness out of your life calling upon the name of Jesus. If there are strongholds in your life, maybe while the church is in revival, you feel like you're on the outer. Get out of the outer and come into the center. Today, God wants to bring you back. God wants to restore you. God wants to make you back where he wants you to be. I don't know, maybe life distracted you or something went wrong. But Jesus is in this place right now to restore you back to right relationship with Almighty God. So come. Why don't we come today? Where are you at? Come to this altar. Get a refilling in the Holy Ghost. Get a refreshing in the Spirit today. If you're in victory, pray for somebody. But let's have Pentecost here tonight. Let's continue the move of God. The preacher's done, but the Spirit is moving. God is in this place. Darkness has got to go. Hallelujah. Strongholds have got to be broken. Hallelujah. Why don't you come, friend? Grab somebody by the hand. Pray for me, brother. Pray for me, sister. Let's leave this place in victory, set free.